We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Things are gonna get much better. If you only let them hear what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very timely. I feel like we should leave this in the episode. <laughs> I think it's really timely. There's a lot of stuff going around. Everybody's mad at each other. Everybody hates things. And James Taylor is just like, shower the people you love with love. <laughs> Show Less hate, man. That you feel. I feel like we should put this before the intro, <laughs> and then it's like do 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 do, and it just starts normally after that. Hear what they say. Three, two, one. Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast, starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. We are back yet again for another divine episode of the podcast. And I'm drinking. Are you going to drink it out of the can? I'm going to drink it out of the can. Well, then so am I. I brought the glass over here with me because I was feeling like we were going to pour it, but we'll save that for beer of the week. Uh, The beer we have in our hands right now is a beautiful can. Beautiful. If you want to get Beer Bro Aroused, show them. The SoCal Pills from Breakside, a West Coast Pilsner, uh, Wakes, uh, Wakeside, Breakside and Freem collab. Yep. And uh, the can is just gorgeous. It's pretty cool. We're, all, re- we're all really hyped about the, the design of this can. I we- mean, this is like one of the nicest cans I think I've ever seen. And I'm really pumped. And I'm not saying that because it's Breakside. I'm saying that because it makes me want many things. Yeah. and I'm, Sexual, I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm really pumped with how the can looks because it is so pretty. And um, this is... It's it's our ten year anniversary and we're doing all these collabs. Or at least we're attempting to because the Rona now. But um, this Sorry, beer, I thought you called this the vid. The vid, yeah. Well, I've I've switched to the Rona. Everybody calls it the Rona. Um, but this was one of our Not early very hipster of you. <laughs> this is one of our early collabs, and like Josh Freem came down and brewed it with Ben Edmonds at Slabtown. We did the pilot batch there. Sent some to Freem, got some feedback from them, tweaked it a little bit, and then did a big batch uh, in Milwaukee and sent it out to Miletus. And it was so popular that Miletus kind of asked us, hey, would you do another round? Because we could sell it all of it. We were like, yeah, sure, why not? So we did another round, and then the Rona hit, and there's no bars to sell it to. So we put it in cans. 
And that's really rad because I think this beer is really delicious. Um, it's got some like really cool hop character to it. Um, you're telling me that Freeman Breakside made a Pilsner? Yeah, sign me up. I'm yeah, there. I think any beer drinker in this town would be like, yeah, sign yeah, me up. Yeah, Let's do this right now. Uh, this is delightful, by the way. I just took a couple of sips. I think I had this last year or whenever it was the last time. you. When did you have this out the I first time? I think we originally had it in January. Oh, just February. a couple months ago? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's part well, of our 10-year series. I'm pretty sure I had it then, and I feel like I enjoy this batch more than I did the last one. That's what a lot of the hype from the brewery that I've heard is that everyone kind of thinks that this is this batch kind of really nailed it. Yeah, there's a lot more. If I remember correctly, I'm getting better hop character in this than I did the original. Sweet. And it is a Pilsner, so it's not mm -hmm. supposed to be super hoppy or anything right. like that, but I'm getting the character in there. Uh, so I enjoy that. Um, you can find us all over the place. Instagram.com slash beers on us is our personal page on there for the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, likes, shares, all that stuff, you can direct it that way. Our personal pages, if you want to follow us there, I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. I do not have a personal Instagram. Uh, Patrick is at PDiddy085 on Instagram. He has a Twitter, but he doesn't use it, so you can message him there. And then you can find the podcast everywhere. Uh, well, most places. You can find it Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, Google Play, 1080thefan.com, Omni, Stitcher. If you have yet to do so, subscribe, rate, review, and uh, that helps us out. And then, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Holla, holla, holla. So we're going to do something a little bit different today. It was a shower thought. I have many of those. Uh, it's one of your favorite Reddits, yep. subreddits. Yep. And um, it's a good one because people in the shower just let their brains wander. Mm -hmm. And I tend to have like conversations with people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, and it's usually stuff that I don't have the balls to say to their face. So I just like yell at them in the shower. Do no, you, I don't yell at them. Is I, it a mental yelling? No. You actually speak out loud in the shower? No, I, I can kind of like mouth it every once in a while like i don't think words actually come out oh okay and it's not really yelling it's like educated con, con contrary i don't know it's like it it's like it's and like, it's animated yes no it's not even animated it's speaking to somebody calm and collected with facts mm. and then when you approach them with it you're like i hate you and you forget all of it it's forceful <laughs> it is a forceful direct, deliberate yes direct no filter yes yeah Okay. Well, I don't have conversations, I think. Or I sing James Taylor in the shower. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. You probably do. Yeah. So I, I went into the shower today with the explicit thought of to myself of, I don't know what we're going to do on the podcast today. You should think about it. So I went into the shower and I was sitting there and I was washing my hair, which is way too long right now. And I really need a haircut like all of you, all of you out there do. Not me. Um, yeah, that's true. All of you out there with hair do. And um Sorry. Ouch. Is that a short <laughs> joke? <laughs> Could have been if you wanted it, if you wanted it to be. Um, and I came up with this idea where I feel like you guys know us through the podcast because, well, we're 100% ourselves anyway when the microphones are on. But I thought it'd be kind of interesting just to kind of share drinking stories. And I'm thinking like debauchery, drunken college, high school, I mean, college 21 uh, stories that uh, that you've had. In, in or that we've had in our lives just to become be more relatable and you know just kind of have some fun drinking some beer and just talk some drinking stories and you can obviously share your own with us on on instagram just dm us and we can you know bring them up on the podcast if you want us to uh in in future episodes of this but i thought it was kind of interesting idea because we've all had those stories we've all had those nights those days those mornings yeah um afternoons evenings where you've uh, had something crazy go on and it's been funny 
Yeah, yeah. In the I moment, mean, it might not have been great, but afterwards, it's great. Yeah, and my 20s in college were nuts. Let me tell you, man, I'm going to be 35 on Tuesday, and 34 was a wild ride sometimes, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy almost birthday. Thank you. We'll, we will be talking to a year older Patrick next week on the podcast. I'm going to be the old 3 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I going to do for my birthday? Going to work. <laughs> Not much else you can do. Not much else I can do. Um, I guess you can go to Clackamas County. Because they're open! Yeah, sort of. I could do that. Uh, I'm still going to go to work. <laughs> well, you know. Hey, you're an adult. <laughs> I am you can't just adult. take your birthday off every single year. That's just not how it goes no, anymore. No, it's just not. Um, before we get to that, though, quick uh, little week in beer. Uh, if you saw the Instagram post by me, I uh, I got a couple of the Montevilla Brewworks beers. I found them, and I had the Flam Tap IPA. Which was really good, mm-hmm. really delightful, and I bought the Mosaic East Gleason IPA, which um, haven't had yet, but uh, we'll be finding about finding that out soon. And I uh, got myself the Ferment Top Ferment, uh, like uh, Bright West IPA, which was really good. And then I had the last uh, Ex Novo Zupans mm. collab that I that I had in the fridge, and yeah. that was really delightful again. Really, really liked how unique that was for an imperial ipa mm-hmm. so uh really really enjoyed that that was kind of my week i bought a summer ipa sixer from rubens i bought a sixer of uh, bottled wanderlust and um i finished off the last two of the box beers oh wow the uh 2017 50 50 eclipse rye cuvee okay was really good okay nice um that was my second favorite after the one that we had here on the podcast mm, that one was good um, the elijah craig the elijah craig this one was rc and it was the year after so it was we had all the 16s oh, okay. this was a 17 uh so that was really good and then i had the imperial american stout from clown shoes which was also really good nice so those two outside of the elijah craig were my favorite in the box so i was very happy to have those this weekend well, four day weekend. Um, let's see. My weekend. <clears throat> it's funny. I like pulled up the picture on Instagram because to remind me of what the beers were that I that I got. Um, none of them are in my fridge. Like they're all gone. Oh, you drank I, them all. I, I totally forgot I even drank these beers oh. <laughs> until I saw the picture. Um, the sixer of root. I mean, you said it right before we went on. This this picture is very very Patrick. Um, uh, the, not, not a lot of surprises. Not a lot picture. of surprises. Uh, I'd had the stoked from Hen House before, and despite it being hazy and a touch juicy, I find sometimes Hen House IPAs that aren't hazy IPAs, but their IPAs tend to have like a little haze to them, all like a block 15 sort of thing, as we like to describe that. And I remembered kind of enjoying that. And I had this one, and I wasn't so into it. Um, and it was fresh. Maybe the previous times that I had it, I was in a better mood or something like that. Maybe I was in a weird spot or it was I'd had too many beers before that or something like that. I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I didn't drain pour it. I drank the whole thing and I'm quick to drain pour beers. Uh, so it's not terrible. I was just I, I thought I remembered liking it a lot more. Uh, and then the other ones I drank, I drank a punk rock time from Berlick drink. Shocking. <laughs> um, uh, the Tropic Pines IPA from Ben Brewing. Shocking. Uh, six pack of Ruben Summer IPA. Shocking. And uh, the Heater Allen Pills, which is becoming one of my favorite Pilsners out there right now. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm. I really enjoy that. And uh, I also, I also swung by. I also swung by Von Ebert and picked up some beers. I kind of picked up a. a, a variety of of single cans and smorgasbord 
and that will be uh, I will probably post Potpourri. it post at some point this weekend my reflection if you were to ask me hey Patrick what do you think of Von Ebert Brewing um, that will be next on my little Instagram tirade of that yeah the self conversations mm-hmm. on the Instagram mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. Yeah, so Von Ebert will be my next one because I got a bunch, you know, friend of the podcast, Chris Martin, told me that I really needed to pick up a couple of their lagers and cans and they had fresh volatile and uh, Axe to Grind, which is a pale ale that they've been doing forever that I've always really enjoyed and I saw it in a can. Uh, ran into Sam and Sean, they were around the corner canning a fresh uh, Munich Bach and they hand- threw me a four pack and so I've got that there as well. Delightful. Yep. Um, all right. Well. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, oh. Oh. Grains of Wrath. Has uh, a new IPA out called Waimea Surprise. Absolutely fantastic. Super light-bodied Southern Hemisphere hops. I need to find this because somebody I was chatting with said they had oh, it yeah. too. And I can't remember who it is. Oh, it's our friend Wilderness Adventures. Oh, that's right. I saw that message. Yeah. Yes. And he had the picture of all three mm-hmm. grains uh, mm-hmm. crawlers. Yeah. What was it? It was EGA. Waimea Surprise and, and Papermaker Pale. Oh, Papermaker Pale. Okay. Yep. In big boy crawlers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for New Grains of Wrath beer, but, uh, you know, going to Camus and drinking, it's not exactly an option at the moment. Well, so. I'll tell you what, if I'm in Camus, I'll pick some up for you, <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a feeling you'll be in Camus at some yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Like tonight. No, no I'm tomorrow. not going to Camus tonight. I'm Friday. not going tomorrow either. Or Friday. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe Saturday. Oh, okay, good. So Sunday? At some point. All day, every day. At some, that's not true. <laughs> At some point, you'll be going to Canvas and uh, getting to try why may I surprise. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on that because that looks delightful to me. Uh, all right, drinking stories time. <laughs> drinking stories time. Um, we all have many. We all have many that we can choose from. I assume we all have many. I should say. Um, this is always, I, I, the first one I thought of was always kind of my go-to if like people are telling stories, it's like, oh, this was super funny and it's not related to me getting too drunk, but it was one of my friends. I want to say it was my freshman year of college getting wh- I mean, my junior year of college, <laughs> my freshman year of college, uh, just completely going nuts and literally going nuts and just freaking out and it was a really really crazy story so that's the first one that i always think of so i'll probably tell that one and you said you'll tell the one that first pops into your head too right do you have one already locked yeah. and loaded yeah just popped into my head all right you want to go first or you want me to go first uh you go first okay freshman year syracuse university central new york for those who don't know or upstate new york if who's you... the point guard Freshman year. Yeah, I love this. Ooh, boy. Freshman year point guard was Johnny Flynn, I think. Ooh, nice. Nice call. Or Scoop Jardine. Either way. One of the two. Either way, I liked them both. Well, of course, they were great point guards. (laughs) I think it might have been Scoop, but I could be wrong. It's hard to remember exactly which year that was. But um, either Scoop Jardine or Johnny Flynn. And uh, it was the winter, because it's always the winter in Syracuse. (laughs) And uh, it was snowing, because it's always snowing in Syracuse. It was cold. And... um, it was a uh, you know Saturday night, Friday night, and, and me and, and my friends from my floor. Uh, the I lived in Lawrenson Hall, which was this tall tower, which was sadly each floor was gender specific. Mm. Most of the dorms in Syracuse were just kind of free for alls, um, co-ed as they co-ed. call it. But uh, at Lawrenson, it was each floor was male, female, male, female, male, female. So you know, kind of lame in terms of like 
really easily meeting a bunch of girls on your floor. <laughs> but uh, you know, but cool. awesome if you want to meet a bunch of boys on your floor. Very true, and uh, also awesome if you want to make a friend with your entire floor because like go. our almost like eighty percent of our floor was just like hanging out every single night and just drinking and having a lot of fun. Um, so uh, I was uh, I was out one night with uh, with the group and. I wasn't feeling it that night, and and one of my buddies also wasn't feeling it. So we decided to go leave a little bit early. It was like uh, like midnight or something like that, and we walked and got ourselves some food at uh, the dining hall Kimmel, which had like Taco Bell and Burger King, and it was just terrible. But it was great when you were drunk. And we were walking back to the dorm, and we got a, a, a phone call, and it was from one of our friends, and he said, "Guys, I need help." And we had like, we were almost back to the dorm and the party was maybe a 15, 20 minute walk the other way. We were like, okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. What, wh- okay, Brad, what do you need? Um, and he goes, so I left the house party mad. I punched the wind, the window in their front door out and I sprinted away and jumped over a fence into someone's backyard and I started running and we were like, Oh, oh, really? Why? Why? Oh, yeah. Did you, why did you do? Why that? did you do that? He goes, I don't know. I was mad, and he goes, but I'm lost, and I need help. And I was like, I mean, okay, I don't know what backyards you're jumping into, but we'll try to come find you. So again, it's freezing cold. Yep. And my friend who I was with wasn't wearing any hoodie because we were at a house party, which was super hot. Uh, you know, indoors. Those things are massively sweat, massive sweat fest. Yep. And he was not wearing anything. T-shirt only. And um, we're, we're walking back down the street and Brad keeps calling us and he says, okay, guys, I really need help. And like, I'm pulling up Google maps and I'm trying to like find a street corner. Just tell me a street name. And he starts naming streets. And I'm like, I don't know where that is. (laughs) I don't know where you are. And I was like. We're on Euclid, which was the main road, and he was, and I was like, "Give us another street that's like a main road." And he goes, "Guys, I don't know, I don't know." And then he would hang up, and it was like, "What are see? What are you doing? Why are you not even responding?" And then he would call back again, and he'd be like, "Guys, guys I need help." <laughs> he said, "I think someone's following me," <laughs> and apparently, someone was out walking their dog. And because he was like super, super drunk and freaked out, the guy was kind of like following him yeah. and, and watching what he was doing. And I was like, he's just walking his dog. It, you're not being followed. Just can you find us? And he, uh, he finally finds a street that sounds familiar to what I had looked at on the maps. Again, it was my freshman year. I didn't know the neighborhood very well. You know, three years later, I might've been able to exactly pinpoint where he was just yeah. from going there enough. And um, I was like, okay, great. I think I know where you are. You're like five blocks from Euclid, which is where we are. And we're kind of just like, we stopped moving. We were like, okay, stand on a corner somewhere. Just be somewhere in the general vicinity. And we're looking both ways. And about seven blocks in one direction, a figure sprints into the middle of the street, turns down, puts his hands up and goes, yeah! (laughs) And then sprints at us. And... So we finally found him and we're like, dude, what did you do? Why did you do this? And he goes, I don't know. I was fighting with the guy at the door. They weren't letting us in. So I punched out their window and I ran. And it was like, first mistake. (laughs) Well, no wonder, dude. And he said, 
And he said they started chasing him, so he jumped over fences. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. So he started. He jumped over fences into backyards, and he goes, "I was jumping over the fence. I vomited in someone's backyard. I jumped over another fence. I vomited again." <laughs> the amount of the trail of vomit in people's backyards was probably like five houses. And long. I like the so drunk you have to vomit, and you can't get into the party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, what have you been doing beforehand? Well, I mean, we were out. We were out before <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. they went into a different house or going to. And I just, I loved the, he just ran through backyards and I was like, well, no wonder you got lost. You were just running through backyards, jumping over fences, vomiting, (laughs) and you showed up on a street and you were like, I don't know where I am. Well, I wonder why. I wonder why. Uh, And my, my favorite moment of that night outside the image that I will never have out of my head of him running into the street, yelling, yay, was getting back to the dorm and instantly taking a 30 minute scorching hot shower because it was like five degrees outside and we're just standing there trying to find our idiot friend (laughs) so there you go that's my first drinking story it's not related to me but it's one that i always like to tell because i feel like it is it perfectly encapsulates freshman year shenanigans when you're young and don't fully understand your limits yet and you're you're not a mature human being yet and what stupid stuff you get into those nights sound like nights in pullman man it gets cold out there too. Syracuse is a big party school. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we live up to the Pullman standards. All the Syracuse always ranks high on those lists, those national lists. So. Yeah, they never put us on the lists because the lists were created because of us. Ah, uh, yeah, humble brag. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, we were number I, one a couple I, times, which means we were number two. But I feel, but I feel you. I feel you in that cold thing though for a while. Like I remember there were Halloweens where it was like fourteen degrees. You're okay. like on Halloween. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to wear this sexy nurse costume tonight. <laughs> so I, actually, I, I did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, actually, I believe that you actually did that. Um, I wore that same sexy nurse costume under my cap and gown for graduation. Hell yeah. Yeah. That sounds very wazoo to me. Oh, yeah. I look like an absolute train wreck. <laughs> absolute train wreck. I, on your graduation oh, day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the temperature was always an issue, and it snowed constantly mm. we had lake effect snow up there so all because we're up near the great lakes the eastern part of it in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. and any snow that comes off of there it's just it just doesn't stop my senior year i i, I say this with literally no exaggeration uh, I, I may have missed a, a gap here or there because i was sleeping but i want to say that it it snowed non-stop literally non-stop for like five or six straight days wow and it was not heavy snow yeah lake effect snow was like mist but with snow but it sticks obviously because it's cold and that year my senior year we had i want to say it was the second highest snow total in syracuse city history like 160 inches in the whole winter and it was just like bye syracuse never want to come back here again that was it was fun cancel classes at all no (laughs) oh yeah because wazoo doesn't cancel think syracuse cancels for snow i think the i think what happened was we may have gotten an afternoon off because like we got a a little mini squall, which is like a small blizzard, mm-hmm. and it might have dumped like I don't know six, seven inches on us in two hours. So they were like, "Yeah, you don't have to go to your afternoon class." Sucks for me. I didn't have an afternoon class, <laughs> so I didn't get anything off. For well, I'm four drinking years. anyway. Yeah, four straight years with zero snow days in one of the snowiest cities in America. That's Syracuse University for you. So it was constantly <laughs> when you're out partying, bundling up to go walk to the party. Or pre-gaming really hard so that you didn't feel the cold. Either was an acceptable option. And then sweating your ass off at the party. And then using the cold to cool off on the way back to where we lived. <laughs> that was kind of the routine. It was like, you got a pre-game or else you're going to freeze. And then when you got back, it was like, oh, thank God. I can breathe again. Um, 
That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, I was going to tell one story, and then I started thinking about another story. Okay. Share away. So I'm going to share this story, and I'm probably going to out myself. But you already said you wore a sexy nurse costume, so. <laughs> but it, uh, but it's all in funny games, and I'll tell you what. If the people, if people involved in this story are listening and decide to uphold some things, then I guess so be it. Oh wow! I was with some friends. Risky story to tell. I was at I was with some friends at a Winterhawks playoff game in the Moda Center. Okay. And we were probably twenty one, twenty two. Safe, good drinking age. Yep. And. I, we went and got into a parking lot and I remember we had all this hard liquor, like HRD, had a bunch of HRD vodka from the river distillery. Yeah. Yeah, Not great. Not great stuff. We needed, we needed chaser. So we ran across the street to that shell that's there on the corner of Broadway and Williams right there at the on-ramp to go I-5 North. And I bought a two liter of orange soda. Because who, who likes loves orange, orange soda? soda? Yeah, Kel likes orange soda. Is it true? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and so and so we're just and you know I puck, do I do I do puck drops in like forty minutes. Okay, so we are slamming, mm. slamming cheap beers and HRD with HRD orange vodka. Soda. I remember looking over at my buddy Owen, who's sitting in the front seat of a car with the. Two liter in one hand and the half gallon in the other, and pouring them into his mouth simultaneously. I guess that's one way to mix. Yes, the mouth is a receptacle. Yes, yes. So we don't have a cup. What else are you going to do? So we're loaded, and you don't. Say. And when we've, you know, I've snuck a few beers in, and I think somebody snuck in a bottle of Southern Comfort. Yes. This guy, Sean, that was with us, snuck in a bottle of Southern Comfort. That was always like the white whale in college. At, at around that age, mm-hmm. it was like get some southern comfort because you know it wasn't going to taste like crap well yeah and it's co- if it's cold out like we used to go sledding with southern comfort all the time yeah because it was just like you just sip on it you're not trying to get too wasted off it because of all the sugar but you knew it kind of like warm me up a yep, little bit yep so, good old soco as we call <laughs> it soco yep so we get in we get into the moda center and we are all sorts of sideways sit down for the first period we're watching this game i have no idea who we're playing i have no idea the score i don't know the the record of the series i don't even i i barely know what's going on yeah. there's hockey being played in the moda center this reminds me very much of the other story i considered telling <laughs> uh which i will tell in a in a future episode Ooh. about me at a bills game yeah which i will you tell know that story. yeah and i will tell you a story at some time about me at a wazoo football game hmm. and <laughs> and so we're there and it first period ends so first period ends, and my buddy Owen looks at me, and he's like, he's like drooling, and he like can't move. And I was like, oh, dude, let's go to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom, and he just lays it out, just starts yakking all over mm-hmm. this stall. Fortunately, most of it is in the toilet, but it is like very clear somebody is blowing chunks in mm-hmm. the bathroom. And I'm just is he kinda, doing like the scream vomiting, like the? Ah! I mean, it's just, it's just, it's more this, this, this like constant stream, and it just hits the water so hard That's that disgusting. there's no deny what's going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of like looking around, like, please, no security, no security, no security. I get him out of there. He can't walk, so I'm, I'm holding him up. You know, we're getting to the seat. I need him to sit down and, and chill out. We get him back to the seat. And then after, I think it was after the second second period. Yeah, it's the beginning of the third period. And we're absolutely loaded. And we've kind of given up 
of like keeping things a secret. So I think we had like beer cans in our hands. We've like clearly snuck this in. We're like up in the 300 level of the Moda Center. And sure enough, security comes up to us. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's because we were being extremely obnoxious to those around us. And I'm sure somebody was like, hey, can you get these guys out of here? Yeah. And they come up to us and they're like, hey, you guys, all of you come with me. And we're like, what? We didn't do anything. And they're like, you guys have been drinking and you are clearly intoxicated. All of you with us right now. And then, and, and Sean gets up and is like, I haven't been drinking at all as the bottle of Southern Comfort rolls out of his <laughs> pant leg and starts rolling down the aisle. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's just like, clearly you've been drinking. Oh, no. So we're standing. And that's like kind of steep up there, too. I imagine mm-hmm. this bottle is like, just ding, 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 ding. So we're standing in like the tunnel between the concourse and the and the inside of the arena and they're kind of like lined up and there's this guy sam with us who i wasn't really friends with i never really cared for sam all that much he was kind of a jerk <laughs> yeah i don't mind saying that <laughs> and uh he's there hi sam and, if you're listening and he keeps saying he keeps saying hey i don't know these guys why am i here i don't know these guys at all and everybody's like sam shut up up shut the hell up dude you're gonna get us in more trouble that's not what you guys said no that is you self well, yeah 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 we yeah. we said shut the f up yeah so we're like shut up sam like you're gonna get us because he's like defiant he's like i'm out of here i'm gonna call my lawyer we're like sam stop it calm down and the security guard finally goes if these guys if you don't know these guys they sure seem to know your name i'm gonna guess it's sam <laughs> <laughs> so they take us down in the drunk tank there is like a drunk tank in the basement of uh the moda center sure enough which i guess doesn't surprise me and we sit down there and they're like all right well we're gonna call your parents and they're gonna have to come get you wait are we underage i think we're underage so how we didn't get MIPs is beyond my imagination. You said you were 21. I don't think we were, oh. now that I think about it. Hmm. Because they were very strict on, like, I'm going to call your parents. Because it was like, what do I care if you call my parents if I'm 22 years old? Yeah. I'm intoxicated. Just kick me out of this place. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we were underage. Okay. And, you know, Owen's sitting there just, like, losing it. <laughs> like, about to throw up again. And we're trying to feed him some water and bring it down. Security guard's like, we're going to call your we're gonna call your parents. We're going to call your parents. And we were like, hey... All our parents are out of town. We've been staying with Owen, and that's why we came. So we'll call Owen's dad. So we called Owen's older brother Mm. and had him come down and pick us up. And he walks into that room, and he just goes, boys, I'm so disappointed in you. (laughs) All of you, right now, we're out of here. Turns to security guards. So so Owen's brother is like- He's playing the role well, I see. He's playing the role of dad well. Owen's brother's probably 10 years older than us something like that. He's a much older brother and he comes and gets us and he, you know, stern with us in front of the security guard. Very apologetic. I'm sorry, sir. You know, this won't happen again. I appreciate you calling me and thanks for not taking him to jail. And the guy says, that's okay, but none of you are allowed back at the motor center ever again. Mm. You are banned for life. And so we walked out Owen's brother looks at us and goes, well, that was kind of crazy. How the hell did you guys get out of that one? All right, see you later. And he just drove away. (laughs) He just drove away. And we're all sitting here hammered with our cars in the parking lot like, well, I guess we're going to go home. Oh, God. Yeah. And to this day, I'm pretty sure I'm still banned for life from the Moda Center um, as I'm wearing a Blazer t-shirt that I got at a Blazer playoff game from the Moda Center. Mm, Right. I always wondered about that. Like, how do they uphold those bannings? Like, yeah, I don't know. And I've purchased tickets in my name and stuff like that. Maybe it was just that that open threat. You yeah, know? he might not have done anything about it. Right. He might have just said it as like a 
Because I will say this, we were not, other than Sam, at first, we were not defiant. Yeah. When they were like, come with us, we were like, oh, busted. Yeah. That, that, that You had that dropping feeling in your stomach, like, oh, crap. Uh, yep. And I think it's because we had been in trouble enough as also, kids. Also, doesn't that kind of instantly sober you if you're not over, sure. over the top? Totally. If you're not Owen, who's completely gone. <laughs> you're just like, oh, I can function? Oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was good times. Good that reminds times. me of uh, the story well, I'll tell the next time we do this. Bill's game, similar, very similar, mm-hmm. uh, but different. So um, that'll be the next time. So anyway, if you if you enjoyed this, let us know. If you hated it, let us know. Um, either way, it'll be helpful for us. But uh, I thought it was kind of a fun little peek behind the curtain at some of our past drinking uh, adventures. Yeah, and I got lots of them because I do a lot of camping. Uh, and so when we go out to the middle of nowhere, boy, do we love doing stupid stuff. Mm. We have a game we love to play called uh it's it's a version of this thing that we learned from a friend of ours from western washington university called the great american challenge and we turned it into the great red line challenge because we have a stupid title for us and our stupid friends and uh it's basically you break into teams of four or five and each team first team to complete these four challenges wins there is a 30 pack of beer two grams of marijuana a food item and a puzzle of some sort (laughs) And the puzzles last, I imagine. That's what I always tried to say. And people were like, no, nah, you can do it, whatever. And I was like, dude, you know how much more fun it is to watch super drunk and high people try to put a puzzle together? <laughs> that would be, that would make yeah. the, it would be so intense at the end because mm-hmm. everyone's just like, Burp. like slam. I'm, I'm imagining an actual puzzle, like puzzle pieces. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's different. Yeah, but, different every time. Yeah. We had activity books. But and... I'm imagining like slamming pieces down going, I don't know where this goes. <laughs> And just like complete insanity. It's good times. Um, Yeah, so let us know what you thought about the episode, if that's something you want to hear more of in the future, or if not, you can let us know as well. Um, All right. We do have a beer of the week coming up next, and uh, I'm very excited to try this beer, although we both do not love the can art. Nope. Uh, But that is next here on Beers and Us with Michael and Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Uh, I may have spoiled this beer already, but uh, if you didn't may have, you did spoil it. Well, not really. I know. But if you're a sleuth, if you're a detective, if you're a private eye, we don't use that word enough anymore. That those two words together, that term, private eye, it's a great name. I don't um, know. I listen to Hall and Oates all the time. I hear that word. <laughs> uh, the beer we have in front of us for beer of the week is Montevilla's Mosaic East Gleason IPA. Private eyes, they're watching you. They see your every move. I know nothing about Hollow Notes. What? Uh, you yeah, don't know I, anything about Hollow Notes? I know nothing. Oh about my Hall god, Hall dude! And it is like the greatest thing in the world. So these two dudes met e- met each other on an elevator while competing in a songwriting competition against each other. Let me and guess: last name Hall and last name Oates. Daryl Hall and John Oates, man. Mm. Yeah, dude, they are. Look awesome. at the big brain on me, dude. They are. Awesome, awesome, awesome. They got like 15 number one hits, dude. Okay. Not that many, but they got like 15 hits, man. Okay. I can't go for that. Rich girl, you make my dreams. I might know some of them, but not by who made them. <sighs> I challenge you on primetime tonight to hit some Hall & Oates. Mm. Just play Hall & Oates for every rejoiner and see if the boys notice. Challenge not accepted. Oh, um, lame. <laughs> well, I'm so going to get Joe to do it tonight, then, I had if the, he shows up. If he's here, yeah. <laughs> I had the Flam Tap IPA at home, like I said, and this is the other one that you said actually you enjoyed more. It is the... Uh, Mosaic IPA, which I was very excited about when I saw because Mosaic is my East favorite hop. Gleason is the name of it. Right. Uh, but Mosaic is my favorite hop. 
as I've discovered. So um, I'm very excited to try this beer. And uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited to go out there whenever we're allowed to again. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was it I makes me say? happy when breweries I didn't know existed are putting cans out there and are not putting hazes out there. Thanks, Rona. Well, no, I know. But like, I've seen a lot of new breweries putting stuff in cans oh. for the first time, but... <coughs> the three that we've seen from Montevilla were not hazies, Mm-mm. which is, it just makes me happy. I even think they have a barley wine out. That's interesting. And it's not a hazy, so I like it more. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like the trapdoor guys, I feel like everything they put out is hazy. I mean, it's not true. They put out stuff that's not hazy. I mean, that's kind of their go-to, but. Yeah. Ooh. It's like a first sip of this one. Well, yeah. That's interesting. Interesting. Very dry. Very dry. I don't know if I would say this beer is interesting. Well, I mean, it, um, I'm used to having mosaic IPAs and like smells, understanding what I'm getting into. Smells great. It does. It, it really smells does. Fantastic. I understand what I'm getting myself into, and this one kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop because it's a little bit drier than I expected, and um, it's not the exact flavor profile I was expecting, which is why I said interesting. It's so fruity. Not a bad thing, just different, yeah. unexpected. So fruity, tropical, kind of there. Finish is really clean. I mean, I don't really get any off flavors. It might be a touch bitter, but that could also be because I just came from that SoCal Pills. I think that's what I'm getting at with the dry. The back mm-hmm. end is very bitter, mm-hmm. and it kind of dries out your mouth pretty quickly because mm-hmm. you're like, whoo, there's the hop. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Uh, we have, we're have we losing this style as the hazy craze and the Pilsner and the crispy boy craze kind of comes out as the super bitter back end West Coast IPA is kind of fading. Mm-hmm. Even West Coast IPAs have become less back end bitter. And this I would one, agree. This one is walloping you with the bitterness which is something that i haven't had in a long time it is a refreshing thing that's for sure yeah i think some of it is just that i'm coming off that that pilsner onto this Mm -hmm. but yeah i think i again i think the hop character on the nose is is fantastic it's a little stanky which is kind of nice it's stanky you know i like you know i think i think when you get some good stank that's a a fun expression of the hops um it doesn't say it's a single hop mosaic so they could be using some other things in there to kind of like beef it up a little bit because yeah it's got it's got some nice bitterness i mean the body is really clear it finishes clean yeah a little dry a little bitter but i i I think the hop expression in this beer is really cool i think the body is in a good spot in terms of uh having sustenance but not overpowering not too malt forward but not lacking any right the, I, I do think the malt character is there mm-hmm. um in the middle especially because i think that's another tricky thing with a lot of these west coast ipas these days is there's almost virtual no malt presence and I, I i know we all like you know us on the west coast and especially in the pacific northwest we really like our super light-bodied hop forward ipas but i do think that there is still a place for malt there is still a place for balance and you still need to give that body some sort of structure to be able to express those hops. Otherwise, you're just too thin. And a lot of those kind of come out a little vegetal and not not as awesome. And and I, I, I like the body in this. Yeah, the body's really good. I think that's a great way to describe it because I just took a like a slower sip to kind of try to get through all the levels without just enjoying it. So stanky. Um, it is really stanky. And I, I kind of got it there, like in the middle of the palate, you're enjoying it and it kind of leads you into the bitter back end. Mm-hmm. It's like part, it's like the bottom of the ride and it's like, and then you kind of scoop back up. It's like a real, I'm imagining a roller coaster in my yeah. head and you're going down the drop 
and it's kind of balanced and it's fun. And then it's like, you go right back up quickly. It's like, woo, yep. there's the bitterness. Yep, here it comes. It kind of leads you in naturally instead of it just being disjointed. So, yeah, and I think uh, bravo, Montevilla. Yeah, I think this stuff is fairly fresh, 425. Yeah, so we're 30 that's days. A, that's about a month, yeah. 30 days, that's fine, you know, and you you liked the, uh, what is it, flame taps? Flam tap. Flam tap. I don't uh, know what that means. But I liked that one, too. It was a little more maltier It was. This. It was more... more more, more Northwest IPA ish, yeah, and a little little less West Coasty. Um, and then I had their Hellas, which I thought was fantastic. I am dying to get to this brewery um, as soon as possible. I mean, I think they're on my short list of places, and that probably even includes the places that I love to go. Yeah, you know, the Wayfinders, the Barelicks of the world. Well, we drink. I think our yes, drink. I think our very first on location episode when we come back to life should be Montevilla. I think so too. Um, when things at least are, when we do like a a, a tap room a takeover. takeover, yeah, like when we're allowed to go in a somewhat normal way, mm-hmm. we should go to Montevilla first. I think so too. Um, I'm just excited to go check it out. Yeah, I mean we we've got a cool list. You know, that's what's going to be that's that's going to be something that's really nice when we get back when we get out of the the, the Rona situation is we've got a list of places we want to go and places that we were working on before this yeah. happened. Great Notion, Occidental. Uh, Montevilla. Mm-hmm. I think there was one or two more than I'm, I'm sure there are, but that that's awesome. Yeah, you know we can we can we can keep piling these piling these up, and that's I don't know. I feel we can like go visit our friends at Brewery Twenty Six when they open. Back yes, up. yes, I would love to do that. I mean, I think I think there that is one of the benefits of this whole pandemic and the stay at home kind of thing is not just for us beer lovers, but it like let this resonate into your everyday life too. Like this is a great moment for us to kind of sit back reassess and kind of plan and start thinking of things because we have there's so little distractions right now that we can start really focusing on what we want and when it comes to this podcast we've always talked about we want to do more on location we want to do more stuff with breweries chatting with them talking with them learning giving people exposure that might not get exposure and there we are now we've got four places already lined up once the second this is done not to mention uh the the ruse boys they oh, said they'd love to have yes, us that too. was the other one yeah. so so we've got ruse there as well and you know who knows maybe we'll maybe there's an awesome brewery in camas that is a new location opening up that we I mean, clearly got to go check that out yeah and maybe there was something we were planning for our two-year anniversary that's, oh, that's right not going to happen off the top of my head but i'm actually going to get back on that Okay. I'm I mean, I guess to, it still could happen. I'm going to try to make that happen. But I'm not sure it's going to be as, like, it's not going to be exactly the same. No, it won't be the same because it won't be as fun. Right. But it could still be fun. <laughs> yes. So uh, we, we we teased that a couple months ago, and obviously the Rona has, has changed that. But uh, we are just about two months, maybe a little under two months away from our two-year anniversary doing the podcast, which is incre- incredibly crazy to me. Yeah, that's awesome. I thanks feel like to all it, you guys. I feel like it just started. And yeah. we're already at episode 92 or 93, whatever this <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, and thanks to you guys. We wouldn't be here without you. Yeah, appreciate it. And uh, keep interacting with us. We love you. Instagram.com slash beers and us. Um, we'll show you the can art that we don't love from Montevilla next to the can art that we do love from this Breakside beer because it is a delightful can. But both were excellent beers. Oh, for sure. Know. For sure. Very, very happy with how things turned out. Uh, next week, we may be going on location. Yeah, we might. Because a a certain county has reopened to phase one, Mm -hmm. and a certain brewery that one of us works for uh, has a location in said county. You've been working for a brewery this whole time. (laughs) What? Sierra Nevada Pale Ale? Almost almost forgot about it. Um, So uh, we might be going there next week to see kind of how it's going as they reopen. Yeah, kind of a little Rona update. Yeah, the uh, I mean... 
there's no reason to not tease. I mean, Milwaukee Breakside is a very large location. There's a lot of space, so they could theoretically set up, especially as you get closer to like the big loading area, a couple of tables where people can be distanced. They've, they've been stuff open, like that. They've been open. We're recording this on Wednesday. They've been open since Saturday. I'd be very curious to see how that's going. So maybe, that might be next week. Uh, we got to figure out planning and equipment and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, we'd like to do that. So maybe that'll be next week. Uh, either way, keep uh, keep listening. Subscribe, rate, review, and uh, interact with us on social media. Uh, you'll find our posts, Instagram.com slash beers and us. You can DM us there. DMs are open. And then uh, you can interact with our personal pages as well. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, the support through this has been great. It's been fun to still do this and have some sense of normalcy for us to just you know continue to do this every single week and um we'll be back every thursday for you around four o'clock have a very very good week traces we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.